Hello, and welcome to Sullivan County Democrat Weekly News Review, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Check out their Facebook and Instagram to see what fresh in-house baked goods they're cooking up. I'm Managing Editor Joe Abraham, and here are some of this week's top stories. The special election that will determine who will lead New York's 19th Congressional District for the rest of the year takes place on Tuesday, August 23rd. In one of the first tests of the 2022 midterm elections, Ulster County Executive Pat Ryan and Dutchess County Executive Mark Molinaro are competing to fill the vacancy created when former Representative Antonio Delgado stepped down to become New York's Lieutenant Governor. The winner will serve until December 31st. Early voting already began last Saturday and continues this weekend at the Sullivan County Government Center at 100 North Street in Monticello. Those who wish to vote early can still do so today, Saturday, and Sunday between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Ryan, running on the Democratic Party line, is currently serving his first term as Ulster County Executive. A graduate of Kingston High School, Ryan later attended West Point and served two combat tours in Iraq as an Army Intelligence Officer. After serving in the military, Ryan co-founded a tech company that grew eventually to over 150 employees. We've got plenty of career politicians in Washington. What we are missing are real leaders, leaders who have to put their lives on the line for their country, started small businesses, and leaders who deliver. That's who I am. I'm running to deliver for you, Ryan said on Wednesday. Molinaro was first elected to public office when he was 18 years old in 1994, serving on the Village of Tivoli Board of Trustees. He was elected village mayor a year later, becoming the youngest mayor in America and was re-elected five times. Molinaro Lido served on the Dutchess County Legislature and represented the 103rd District in the New York State Assembly. As Dutchess County Executive, Molinaro serves as second vice president for the New York State Association of Counties. People are upset, anxious, and fearful about the cost of living and crime in their communities and making sure their kids get an education and job opportunities, said Molinaro on Wednesday. We're going to send a powerful message to Washington and Albany that we're tired of being ignored. Besides the special election on Tuesday, two primaries are also being held to determine candidates for November's general election. As previously reported in the Democrat, Jamie Cheney and Josh Riley are facing off in a Democratic primary for New York's 19th Congressional District. On the Republican side, Terry Bernardo and Peter Oberrocker are competing in a primary for New York's 51st State Senate District. Currently a resident of Rock Hill, Bernardo previously resided in Accord and owned a small business. She has previously served as chairwoman of the Ulster County Legislature. We were all devastated by the news that our current senator, Mike Martucci, had been redistricted out of our area into Orange County, said Bernardo upon announcing her campaign back in June. Residents had become accustomed to the high level of service that they received from their senator. I am running for this office to continue the representation and commitment that the people have come to expect. Oberrocker, a resident of Otsego County who currently resides in the town of Maryland, is an incumbent state senator who is redistricted into the new 51st Senate District. As your senator, I have fought to preserve the Second Amendment, sponsored legislation to repeal the dangerous bail reform, and with your support, we will continue the fight for the future of upstate New York, Oberrocker said. As a lifelong conservative Republican, I have fought to uphold the Constitution, and I will continue to do so as your conservative and Republican candidate for the 51st Senate District. The winner of the Republican primary will go on to face Democrat Eric Ball, a Village of Walton trustee, in the November general election. Shifting gears to some county news, county officials are currently parsing through data that was recently released by the New York State Department of Health. Last week, Health and Human Services Commissioner John Little told legislators that Sullivan County saw a decline in the number of opioid deaths from 2020 to 2021. 
The death rate per 100,000 was astronomical in 2020 at the height of the pandemic, said Little. It was over 65 per 100,000, which put us much higher than any other county in the state. Little said the county has come off that peak, with the number having dropped to 48.1 per 100,000. That figure, while closer to other counties, is still the highest death rate due to opioids in the state. However, Little explained that the drop is, quote, a significant reduction. We were one of 31 counties who approved from 2020 to 2021, said Little, so that improvement was certainly not a given as we progressed through the pandemic. I think it's a little early to say what actions we were taking that had that positive effect, continued Little, but it was at least encouraging to see that number. The sounds of sirens filled the air on Tuesday as a plume of dark smoke visible for miles rose above the trees from the former property of Grossinger's Catskill Resort Hotel. According to Liberty Fire Department Chief Mark Johnstone, they were dispatched to an unknown type of fire near Route 52 and Sullivan Avenue around 7.10 p.m. While en route, multiple calls to Sullivan 911 reported a working structure fire on the property of the iconic former resort. Those responding to the scene faced several obstacles in reaching the fire. Chief Johnstone said responders had to cut through a gate to access the road leading to the three-story structure, which was fully involved in flames when they arrived. Firefighters were additionally hampered due to the property being overgrown and concrete barriers on the roadway, which prevented apparatus being able to turn around quickly, Johnstone reported. Multiple mutual aid departments were requested to the scene with tankers. Over 1,000 feet of 5-inch hose was laid from the fire back down a hill where tankers were able to offload water. Johnstone continued that the Liberty Fire Department Tower Ladder 1741 was put in operation for several hours to bring the fire under control. At the request of Town of Liberty Code Enforcement, an excavator was brought to the scene to knock down the structure once the fire was out. The cause of the blaze is currently under investigation by New York State Police and the Sullivan County Bureau of Fire. Grossinger's operated for decades as one of the most popular Catskill Resort hotels, attracting some 150,000 guests a year at its height. The resort closed its doors for good in 1986, but the golf course remained open until 2017. That same year, the hotel and most of the other buildings on the property were demolished. Liberty Fire Department and other departments who responded to the fire on Tuesday were at the scene for approximately six hours. Assisting at the scene were firefighters from White Sulphur Springs, Lock Sheldrake, Swan Lake, Livingston Manor, Hurleyville, Conyunga Lake, and Woodridge. The Monticello Fire Department stood by in Liberty, and Mobile Medic was also on the scene. No injuries were reported. Johnstone said that the Liberty Fire Department wanted to thank all the agencies and departments for their assistance in the incident. Shifting over to the town of Fallsburg, a public hearing is in place for Old Falls Water Tower Project on August 22nd at 5.55 p.m. at the Fallsburg Town Hall. This is happening as the town has faced a summer of drought along with increased population, which has led to the town issuing water restriction notices to residents. The replacement of the Old Falls Water Tower project looks to be partly funded by a water infrastructure improvement and intermunicipal grant provided by New York State. The grant was also created to help municipalities like the town of Fallsburg fund water quality infrastructure such as wastewater and drinking water projects. According to New York State's website, the water grant can provide up to 60% of the net cost of water projects like the Old Falls Water Tower Replacement Project. At the August 8th Fallsburg Town Board meeting, the project was declared as a State Environmental Quality Review Act Type 2 action, which means the project looks to meet the regulations and, quote, those actions which never require further secret review, according to the Department of Conference.
Environmental Conservation, the DC. In other Fallsburg news, the town is looking to honor their veterans with banners that will be displayed throughout town that will showcase the service members' photo, years of service, and branch of military they served or are serving in. Fallsburg will be honoring those past and present members of the armed forces with a banner at no charge to the veterans or veterans' family, which is made possible by the town of Fallsburg and a grant from Sullivan County's Division of Planning and Community Development. Fallsburg will not be the first town to embark on this endeavor. The town of Highland recently honored their veterans with the banners that are now displayed throughout town. To qualify for the banner, the service member or their family would need to apply, and the service member needs to be either an active service member or an honorably discharged veteran or deceased and honorably discharged or deceased while serving. The application for the banner is located on the town's website, townoffallsburg.com. That does it for today's episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe. We'll be back next week with more special podcasts and another news update. Until then, we hope everyone has a wonderful weekend.